here. What are we watching? Baby Shark. Get ready. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. serious but i was just like man i'm just every decision i'm making today is just adding to the um the fails Ooh, do tell <laughs> so hung was fly was traveling today for work and then i she was supposed to come in i don't know i think her flight was at nine or something or ten and then uh she's coming from san diego so it was gonna be a short flight but she's definitely gonna come in later but she got an earlier flight out, uh, which is a good idea because, which was a good idea because her original flight got canceled because of, I don't know, probably the rain and stuff. But anyway, she was texting and said, okay, I'm going to, I just boarded or oh, we're actually pushing back. The flight was supposed to schedule to land like around 625 in Oakland, right? Mm-hmm. And so I planned it for them arriving on time because one i didn't know what the flight number was but then when she started when she texted that she was starting to push back or the the plane was starting to push back i'm like okay whatever let's they're they're about to take off so i went to go pick up malcolm at daycare and then it's a good thing is like we came home real quick so that he, he could eat a little bit and then i basically left the apartment around 608 610 to get to the airport and then we were, we got to the airport around 628 which should have been around the time she landed so i, I could have just drove around a little bit or uh went to the call lot right the park parking call um because she hadn't texted yet so i went to that parking call lot it was hella full i'm like okay f- forget this there's no parking i'm just gonna um drive around so i ended up just driving around in circles all along that Doolittle Road next to Oakland. So I traveled into San Leandro a little bit, turned around, um, ended up driving to Alameda and turned around. So by the time Hung texted, it was around, I think, 7-ish. Oh, damn. And Yeah, so by the time she was already out ready to get picked up because I had to loop around the airport a little bit because the parking call was still hella packed that um it was around like what an hour that we were driving around that malcolm (laughs) was in the car seat and he was a total champ about it he was never really complaining he was just like starting to look bored and look tired and i'm like oh please don't go to sleep yet because we still have to do something we still have to eat dinner and all of this stuff um and then we ended up picking up and so like the first fail in terms of my decision making was leaving without the clear plan (laughs) i should just wait for her text um, because the airport's not really that far from our house so she wouldn't have had to wait that long anyway right right like by the time she landed and can turn on her phone and texted taxiing and getting to um 
a gate and her getting out and all that stuff. She would have waited maybe like five, five ten minutes tops. Yep. Um. So that was one. And after that, oh, one of the, the other thing. So earlier at daycare, he was. I got there really early. He didn't want to leave, which is a good thing because he likes daycare. Um, I was like, "Hey, Malcolm, you want to go to the store and go pick up mommy at the airport?" Because initially, I was thinking, "Okay, I'm going to pick him up instead of going home, which was kind of, I mean, which is basically on the way to the airport. Maybe go to like Safeway or something, or Sprouts, and just walk around and um, kill time." Right. Um. Or go somewhere near the, near the airport, but there's not really anything around the airport. But I'm like, you know what? Let's just go home. Let's go bring this food upstairs so it's not sitting in the uh, sitting in the car for an hour. Right. And then, um, so anyway, we were driving around, going to the airport, and he's like, I want to go to the store. I want to go to the store. I'm like, you know what? Let's pick up Mommy first, then we can go to the store after. And you could ask Mommy. Um so while we were driving around, he's like, I want to go to the store. He wasn't complaining, though, but he was just like, I want to go to the store. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, we're, not, we're going to end up not going to, be going to the store because there would be no reason. I'm like, oh, that's another fail. <laughs> I mean, we say things all the time to like distract him, but then it's like when he latches onto something, um, he remembers, and it's like, I don't want to lie to him, right? <laughs> Again, these are all minor. So then finally we pick up. And we're talking about like, you know, um, I probably could have waited, whatever. We're just driving around. What are you going to do? And then um, he's like, and I'm like, oh, Malcolm, why don't you ask mommy what you wanted to ask? And he said, mommy, could we go to the store, please? And then we're like, what, what store are we going to go to? And then um, we're like, hey, Malcolm, instead of going to the store, let's just get some fries. Right. Right. Um and then we were driving, and there's only one fast food place between the airport and 880 on, uh, I think we were on 98th. Yeah, 98th, not Hagenberger. And so it's Wendy's, and it's kind of set up in this thing. Of like, so, like, it's middle of dinner time. This is the longest line, <laughs> right? And all we really wanted was fries. So we're sitting in this line forever because um, it was hella cars, dinner time, people probably leaving from the airport hella hungry. Um, right, exactly. So that that added to the length of time that he was sitting in his car seat. Because <laughs> at some point he was in, we were waiting and he was just... He grabbed Hung's hand and was trying to maneuver it towards the buckle and trying to have her press it to release him. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, and then I was just like, oh, I should have just... If we just went to the Wendy's closer to our house or Burger King or something that's close to our house, there wouldn't have been a line because it, there's so many more options, right? So I'm like, ah, oh, that's another fail. I could have um, just drove for 10 more minutes to another fast food spot to get fries, and that would have saved us like 30 minutes, right? So he's sitting in the chair, and I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, we could have driven up to um, Davis or Sacramento by in this amount of time that he's been in the car. 
and all we've been doing is circling San Leandro in Oakland near the airport. So it felt bad that he was sitting in that chair for so long. And then he he gave me this look at some point, like um, he put his hand by his his cheek in his car seat, like, oh, I'm hella bored. <laughs> yep, yep. But he he doesn't have that vocab yet. And I'm like, Malcolm, are you bored? And he just like stared at me. Um. So by the time we got home, we you know eventually got home and had fries and all that stuff. But um, then I changed him, and we he felt wet, and we thought it's because he spilled water, because we gave him um, a non-baby water bottle. He's just one of the hydro flasks that we had in the in the car to give him some water. Right. Um, which, by the way, by like on the way to the airport, he's like. I want some milk. And I'm like, I don't have milk. We just get it at home thinking we're going to be home in like 20 minutes, not like an hour, <laughs> an hour, 20 minutes from now. Um, and then when I changed him, I'm like, oh, he's super wet. And I cha- when I changed him, I'm like, oh, man, his diaper is hella full with pee. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I think he did leak because he was sitting in his, his uh, car seat for so long. Yep. I'm like, okay, that just adds to all fails tonight. All the decisions were were not the best ones tonight. Uh, it's, it seems like, but you already went down one path, dude. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. funny. It's funny when you're like, all right, well, let's just solve the problem the quickest. And it turns out like it's not. Yeah. You pick the, you think it's the, quickest solution it's like oh god that I, yeah that resonates because i think that happened once and i i can't remember exactly but like every single decision i made was like not the right one mm-hmm. was this with jenny or Ellis? uh i don't know exactly it's probably happened to both both i mean yeah I like mean. once with jenny and or maybe a few times with jenny and a few <laughs> but i mean yeah i mean to to make decisions that kept you in the car for like an hour and a half though yeah i don't know if i did anything like that but yeah, <laughs> but yeah like same here whenever Tess needs to get picked up from the airport or I need to get picked up. Like, I mean, right now I'll just take a lift home or whatever, but um, the airport is so close to us. It's like, let me just text you when I land. Yeah. And then the timing is perfect for by the time I get out. In fact, I could probably wait five minutes before I leave to pick her up and it'll be like the exact, exact time. Yeah. Yeah. So I should have just started there. <laughs> yep. Oh, well. Uh, well, he was fine. I mean, you know, oh, a wet diaper oh, leakage from peas, a minor issue. It would have been worse if it was. I, I thought you were going to go there, actually. Yeah, no. I'm th- thankful it wasn't because then that. Just outside of the mess, it's just kind of like that's horrible for him. Yeah, yeah. Now, 
which is funny. I think we talked about this before. There was a his first year we I did I did I spent or maybe not his first year but maybe his first six months I did a lot more blog reading mm-hmm. and partly is because there's times he was up at two o'clock in the morning and we were both up and we're like and he's like he's inconsolable or whatever and we're like okay let's just figure what the hell's going now <laughs> and you know we're just up so we're just reading stuff and then. Reading some of the blogs, or it's not even the blogs, some of the forums. Mm-hmm. There were some posts about, like, you know, um, questions of like, if your if your baby's um, has a has a wet diaper with um, poop, do you change it immediately at night when they're even if if they're already sleeping, or do you just wait? Right, right, and this is when they're really, really young. When like their poop is like mostly just milk, you know. Yeah, and then you're you're trying to make the decision between, oh, they're finally down, and this is we're good for about two to three hours. Uh huh. Or are we gonna wake him up in the middle of the night and then ch- change him, totally waking him up, and then go through another. 45 minutes to an hour of a process to get him down for him just to sleep another an hour and a half, you know, you know, those newborn kind of or recently born kind of like decision-making. Right. So some of the forums would like some people in the forums would say, well, think about it as an adult, if you pooped, um, would you wouldn't want to sit in that. Right. And I'm like, that's totally different. <laughs> We're not wearing diapers either. We're not used to like peeing in our pants and being okay with it for like 35, 40 minutes. You know what I mean? Or more. Or more. Yeah. It's a, a, that discomfort is a, it's a totally different frame of reference. Yeah. But also like the seats we sit on are also different from a car yeah. seat, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now it's different because he's completely aware. And then his poop is like real people poop, and it's gonna f up his butt <laughs> for real <laughs> because dude. because of like the all the acid and all that stuff. Because he's eating like legit food now. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I'll bring up because it's more of a personal, um, uh, a parent goal, which I never thought would be a parent goal until it happened. Um, <laughs> I've been playing or singing Seasons of Love from Rent to him since he was a baby, right? That was one of the songs I had in rotation when I was putting him to sleep that I would sing. Okay. And so he's been into it. I had to put it on his, um, on his playlist to counter his desire to listen to like wheels on the bus and all the nursery rhyme stuff in the car. Okay. But recently I started playing seasons of love again. Um, a lot because of the whole rant live thing. Cause I watched parts of it and then kind of got back into it. Sure. Um, but since Malcolm recognized it, cause before it was a song that helped put him to sleep in the car. Now, 
he just likes to listen to it all the time. It's like pretty much on repeat in the mornings when we're dropping him off, when we're dropping when we're driving home. If it's it's either Happy Feet or Seasons of Love, and now during sleep, he wants it played on my phone at least two or three times. And like tonight, I used it as my negotiating of like because he wanted him to sleep next to him. But she left. I'm like, okay, Malcolm, I'm going to um, either play this a few times and lie down with you until you sleep or I'm going to leave. Because he was kind of like being upset, so I'm trying to rationalize. Yeah. But anyway, he's really into Seasons of Love from Rent. We call it 500. He calls it 500 because that's, you know, it's said numerous times in the song. Right. And like I said, it wasn't a apparent goal i had until it became a became a reality because i didn't think about it um that at two and a half years old he'd be consciously be hella into the song um because i used to be hella into rant like it wasn't just like oh i like the that was on repeat all the time in my cd player my car um referred to it a lot in terms of writing and also like i've seen it live i think six or seven times oh wow um so it means a lot to me but it's funny that now that it's kind of like at least that part has transitioned to him yeah 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 cool yeah so for Ginny, i would say that what she's into right now um to tessa's delight is harry potter Mm. so tess ended up buying the set of course she has like the 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 books the paperback but i guess they released a hardcover that has illustrations in it so it's a much bigger it's a it's a big book but i guess the early ones i'm not really a harry potter fan i've never i started Mm -hmm. watching it because tess was into it and i only started at like order of phoenix Um, okay four five whatever that I i don't know yeah um I think that's five. Anyway, so, you know, that's what we would read Ginny. I think we read, we're already through the first book, Sorcerer's Stone. And, you know, so, you know, Tess and I would basically take turns. So I would like kind of, when I would read to her, I'm just kind of jumping in. Obviously, I know who the characters are. Um and and things like that but i don't you know i don't really know where i am or i don't really know what is what has led up to the point that i'm reading and what happens after or anything like that so um but she's super into it like she's got a bunch of like harry potter t-shirts hmm. um she likes pretending she's Ginny weasley um <laughs> yeah huh. so uh yeah, she's been into Harry Potter, and then she's watched the first. I think we let her watch up until where she's, where where she is in the book. Yeah, and then I think one time she accidentally watched farther, and then got to the scary part or something. But you know, uh, she was fine. Yeah. So now that she is in, we're reading Chamber of Secrets right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, she hasn't watched that one yet. As far as Ellis, um, he 
is well he's into youtube one of the channels he watches he learned from his cousin it's um this is a funny story actually that i just found out today um so there's this guy who has this uh youtube channel and it's called blippy b-l-i-p-p-i and Uh um so he's kind of like this kind of new school mr rogers slash peewee herman type guy yeah so he's like dressed up in like orange suspenders has orange like frames and a hat and then he like dances around and this is all silly and stuff like that but he goes to a lot of places that kids would want to go to like like uh kids museums or to the park or you know wherever that kids will have a good time and then he's just kind of like playing with the toys and going down the slides and doing all these things so anyway on my twitter feed today there's a BuzzFeed article that shows up, and it's about Blippy, the guy Blippy. Um, apparently, back in 2013, when you know the Harlem Shake meme, mm-hmm. those videos came out. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, he was not Blippy yet, but he was a someone that who would post, I guess, comedy on YouTube or whatever. And so his version of the Harlem Shake um, <laughs> involved him, like, pooping on another human, <laughs> pooping on another naked human. <laughs> oh, man. So I was reading this article, and it's so hilariously written, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Was it on purpose? Yes. Yeah, it has to have been, right? Yes. Oh, okay. well, well, it's funny because the headline is, you know... YouTube, YouTube, like kid sensation blippy <laughs> regrets viral video from 2013 or something. Oh man. So apparently, like, they couldn't post that video on the article, but, but, uh, someone, <laughs> someone from BuzzFeed basically did like an artist rendering <laughs> of, oh, like, shoot. I'm gonna have to. I'm I'm looking up your Twitter right now. It is hilarious, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so if you don't remember what the Harlem Shake was, do some uh, do some YouTube searching for what that is. And okay, uh, I need to look at. I'm gonna Google um, YouTube or uh, Harlem Shake right now first. So anyway. He's into he's into the um, the YouTube channel of the guy that used to crap on his friends, <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> but yo, this dude apparently has like seven billion followers or something like that. Like he's one of the most popular like kids YouTube channels ever. <laughs> Oh man, I'm not sure if I'm getting the right Harlem Shake. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, he, we first saw these videos at uh, Tess's brother and his wife's place because mm-hmm. 
Allison, Jenny's cousin, was really into those videos. So yeah. like, oh, have you heard of this blippy guy? I was like, no, I've never seen it. So I was watching it, and I was just like, okay, well, at first it was annoying because it's really he's like talking like a kid and being silly, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, but whatever. Most most people who are doing kid shows are really silly, so you know you kind of just like yeah. tune that out. Um, but yeah, and you know, like he's doing it's it's educational. He's not like mean-spirited or anything like that right. he's just like he's just having fun with kids and pretending yeah. like he's a big kid himself and whatever yeah. so it's fine right annoying but <laughs> he's fine yeah and then it was just so funny to just that this like this tweet popped up on my feed and i was like oh what is this so i i sent that article to them and then I just, I just like, I texted them and I was just like, I'm just going to leave this right here. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And then like sent the link. And then, uh, yeah, I just got like a bunch of like LOLs and like crying, laughing emojis <laughs> in return. Oh, guys. What article? Harlem, HarlemShakePoop.com. That's what you did? No, oh. I'm just I'm, I'm looking <laughs> I'm looking at the article right now. <laughs> One of the sections says harlemshakepoop.com. Oh god, that thing is so funny. Could you imagine being the journalist that right that wrote that? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like one of those um Well, not totally, but you know, like those uh, those really long form um, oral histories. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but you know, shouts to that guy though. He like he admitted it. You know, he was like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I was in my tw- I was in my twenties. I was really stupid or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He says, yes, I did make a gross-out comedy video when I was in my early 20s, long before I started Blippi. So awesome. <laughs> I, sorry, I just saw the artist. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> That's hella gross. Just <laughs> The artist <laughs> art oh rendering is like is amazing. It's great, dude. <laughs> oh. Especially like the, whoever the whoever their staffer is that ended up drawing. <laughs> Can you imagine, like the the journalist goes to the editor or to the like to give an update on the stories, right? And he's like, okay, so legal team or his legal team won't let us use the won't let us post the actual video cease and desist <laughs> it's like what do we do what do we do <laughs> some dude raised his hand like hey I could draw it <laughs> uh, that artist Did, rendering is hilarious though well it has the writer's byline on the image so maybe she, wrote, she <laughs> <laughs> maybe she did she is super dedicated. It's actually really good anatomically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> wow. Uh, I've retweeted this, by the way. So I, I know I saw that. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Well, let me just. <clears throat> you could read the article, but let me let me try and um, audio book this shit for you guys. Okay, so let me let me read some of this article. All right. <clears throat> this is on BuzzFeed, written by Katie not 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 a. Not a Pulos? Yeah. February 13, 2019. <laughs> okay, so the entertainer, then known as Steezy Grossman, put his own spin on the meme. In Harlem Shake Poop, set in the interior of a sparse bathroom with a shower stall, you see him sitting on the toilet, pants down around his ankles. He's wearing a tank top, sunglasses, and for some reason, a bicycle helmet? He gently shrugs his shoulders, rolling his arms to the beat. The beat drops, and suddenly... <laughs> I can't even read this shit seriously. And suddenly so, the video cuts to Steezy. To Steezy, standing sideways on top of the toilet seat, fully nude, now except for the helmet and sunglasses. On the floor, a friend, whose identity is not known, leans against the wall in a contorted shoulder stand his head and neck on the floor, his hips in the air, his legs dangling down. He is also fully nude, except for goggles and a swim cap. A black bar has been edited over his genitals, <laughs> blocking, not blocking, just, out. blocking out not just his penis and scrotum, but also the full... <laughs> The full taint and b-hole. Could you imagine writing this, dude? You know, it's funny because I didn't read it, right? I was just looking for the artist rendering. And the artist rendering has the censored part, right? Yeah. Without knowing anything about the video, I thought they just drew in that censoring. But it, was, it was really there. Because they didn't want it. But that's like just that's the legitimate like actual take from the <clears throat> actual video. <laughs> I don't want to read the rest of the this because it's probably going to be like super gross. But oh my god! Uh, yeah, so we're um, definitely just the recounting of that story. Um, we're changing the. The explicit settings on this <laughs> little mini episode. <coughs> so, yeah, my two year old son watches videos from this guy who used to poop on his friends. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you remember, remember when like Pee Wee was big, right? Right. Remember what happened to him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that t- flipped out like. But that happened after. That yeah. happened after. <laughs> this yeah. is what he was doing before. Yeah. I wonder what I made just, him. I wonder what made him decide. Like, you know what? I'm gonna poop. I, I, I'm, yeah, like I'm done shitting on my friends. <laughs> Literally. 
I think I want to make kids programming. <laughs> he saw the light, man. <laughs> That's true. Uh, this is um. What was he gonna say? Oh my bad. He's three point five million subscribers, not seven. Fact check. Yeah. Man. Well, you know, the reality is most of us have done really stupid stuff that we just never put on video. This is like beyond (laughs) jackass, though, right? Like, it's like a step past jackass. Is it? I mean, I guess so, because it's real. Unless they somehow rigged. The poop. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe equal to jackass. Oh, before I get into that, this is actually it's funny because this is a real real thing. But you could see like like SNL or some kind of like skit, a sketch show. Yeah, making this joke, right? I mean, they, they kind of did it on South Park when they had like Mickey Mouse be the gangster. You know, the the mafia Mickey Mouse. Do you ever see that episode? I don't think so. <laughs> I forgot what the whole context of the story was, but basically they had Mickey Mouse being like this like total mafia character. And so it's like it's like, you know, Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Uh. And then like when he would be like kicking the shit out of somebody, he'd be like doing the Mickey Mouse laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they would do something like this like if it was Mr. Rogers on um like oh, we, uh, hidden footage of Mr. Rogers before he became Mr. Rogers. Right. But speaking of Mr. Rogers, on a non-pooping standpoint, <laughs> I uh, we watched his um that uh, that documentary on him. Oh yeah, I want to watch that. Um, Am I gonna cry? Uh, I think there's definitely some emotional parts parts to it. And it's funny because I one of the episodes in there, I, I, I vaguely remember actually watching it. You know, out of oh. all the things that he said, yeah. Um, at some point, like, you know, Mister Rogers has that because who he is. When you're a kid, at some point, you're gonna rebel against him, right? <laughs> you're gonna rebel against the whole like good-natured part of it. Yeah, but because um, it's gonna become too cheesy, and you're gonna get into like more edgier stuff, quote-unquote edgier stuff for like a kid, right? Like whatever it is. But um, the thing I didn't realize about him was, you know, there's like, there's children's television or educational television. That's very, very much in the whole child development piece. But, you know, there's some, some things that touch upon reality, but there's also like sometimes actually maybe it's not even TV. Yeah, you know, sometimes we think about like how we talk to kids and we we sh- we sugarcoat stuff, right? Or like lie, right? Yeah, and this yeah. is like the joke that Hung and I—not like joke, but like we've had this kind of talk, not super serious one about like Santa Claus or all these other things. And you know, we as parents are consciously try to use like real talk. So Malcolm knows his penis as penis, right? Yeah. Um. And it's funny because he made songs about it. It's kind of funny. But um, 
you know, we're not trying to say, oh, it's your wee-wee or like, you know, all that kind of stuff. We just say privates. Or privates, right? It's your privates. And, and we're not like judging anyone else that does whatever. But No, I know. We, I know. You know. Yeah. But I didn't realize that he, Mr. Rogers, like hella kept it real. Like, of course, he still talks from a kid's standpoint, right? Like, yeah, he talks yeah. emotionally. He's he's communicating with kids at the appropriate, in the appropriate way, and appropriate emotionals standpoint. Right. But he straight hit him up on divorce. He hit him up on um, maybe depression. Hmm. He did some a whole like he hit them up on violence and stuff like that or you know like these are things that you don't think about from like children's tv or children's educational tv right yeah oh he did war and stuff which is pretty dope considering like this was in the 60s and 70s right that he was doing most of this stuff um when you think of quote unquote a time that's more innocent, although I guess the seventies weren't super innocent once because of the war stuff, but in the civil rights movement, but yeah, um, sure. I didn't know much about him. Didn't really watch anything of his realized that Daniel tiger is pretty much, it wasn't, it's not even an offshoot. It's a clear extension of oh, it. I mean, yeah. I know Daniel tiger is part of the, um, Mr. Rogers universe. Yeah. But it's straight up. It's a Mr. Rogers episode, except, it's animated completely um, right, right. revolving around Daniel Tiger. Like yeah. the beginning song, the end song, the whole emphasis on addressing the emotions of being a kid. Yep. And the reasons for them, I thought it was really cool. We were watching it and then. Um, some commercials came on and he was like into like you know it's a grammy so a lot of the commercials can be musical mm-hmm. so the one two things that he's hella into that are like combo is that at some point during one of the commercial the, the combo of you know that geico commercial with a camel yeah uh like hump day great he's hella into that and right <laughs> after is um that Google Pixel um, commercial with Childish Gambino. Oh, yeah. That, we saw that today. And then a test was just like, hey, is that the one Malcolm's dancing to? <laughs> yes. I was like, yep, I think so. He's hell into that. So we're dancing it. I'm, I'm like determined to get the dance down by the end of the week, um, which I'm getting there. I mean, not doing it well, but at least knowing the dance moves. Um, post, post the video, bro. <laughs> I will. No. Um, but the funny thing is, he won't just want to watch the video, the dancing video. He needs the camel. He says, camel and dancing. <laughs> that's the combo. Because that's what that's how it showed. That's how it showed. That's Initially, funny. like on the TV, like when you rewind it, it was like the end of the camel. It was like, oh, we'll see the whole camel. So it's basically camel and dance is the Geico commercial and the Childish Gambino. Um, and he needs to see both. He won't. He can't see one. Well, we didn't plan on really doing one of these today, but uh, as it turns out, here's a mini mini pod for you guys. So thanks for listening. Um, we'll talk more about pooping on friends another time. I'm just kidding. We probably won't. That's coming out. But.
on behalf of John, this is Anton, and we will catch you next time and hopefully uh, with another special guest. 